0: Hello and welcome to Better Living, a show about the people and organizations that make an impact in our area. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. I have a returning guest and a brand new guest in studio to help discuss the massive success of the 22nd annual DFW Restaurant Week, presented by your North Texas Cadillac dealers, which for the first time raised over a million dollars for both the North Texas Food Bank and Lena Pope, which is where we will start off. Dr. Ashley Elgin is their brand new CEO. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here today.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, It's great to meet you. I've had Lena Pope in the studio before, but you are, what'd you say, three months into the job?
1: Three months in and loving it.
0: Three months in and loving it. How does it feel?
1: You know, it feels like an amazing opportunity to really invest in the future of our kids. I, I feel very fortunate to have been selected for this position.
0: Is this your first CEO gig?
1: No, it's not. Uh, I have been working in the industry of child and families for about 30 years.
0: How did you, let's let's go way back real quick. How did you get your start in this area?
1: Um, In the child and family arena, I became interested in working with the the homeless population, children who had been displaced back in the 80s, I guess I'm aging myself, when HIV was um, so difficult for young ones who had run away and ended up in the New Orleans uh, area. And so from there, I was really invested and moved to the great DFW in 1996. Go. 1996. And that's 96. where it really all began.
0: <laughs> how, how did you find Lena Pope? How did you come to this organization?
1: Well, Lena Pope has been an amazing organization that has been at the heart of what happens for children and families for the past 90 years and so many people who live in tarrant county recognize it as an outstanding organization that does this work and it started out with miss lena pope helping children who had no homes and were in foster care way back when all of those issues weren't well managed in the communities and of course it was right center at my heart as a place that I wanted to be one day.
0: So you knew that eventually you wanted to work with this organization. If it was if it was available, you wanted it.
1: If I had a dream, this would be it. So I here pinch you are. myself all the time. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> well, we we do of course have to talk the basics. Talk to me about what Lena Pope does, who they are, who do they help.
1: Lena Pope is an organization that works with children and families creating hope, opportunity, and success for their futures. Um, They invest in the whole child, starting all the way in early learning centers from six weeks old, helping them to have normative emotional and social experiences and preparing them for academic settings and social settings that will be um, instrumental in in creating a, a stable future. And then we move into... A charter school as well as an alternative school for children who have had a misstep at some point during their academic years. Uh, We also have a counseling program and programs for kids who have had minor offenses that are looking to correct their behaviors and uh, reintegrate into the community in a more productive way.
0: Would you say that the organization has a focus? Lena Pope does a lot of different things for a lot of different kids. Is the main focus education? Is it mainly counseling? Does it have a focus?
1: It does have a focus. And our primary goal is to educate, prevent future difficulties, and then intervene if there are.
0: So many organizations that I interview now seem to be trending toward the idea of prevention making sure that whatever the issue is, people aren't getting to that point. How important is prevention for Lena Pope as an organization?
1: It's tremendously important one of the things that we really evaluated and looking at our whole strategy and intervening in our community is how best to support children and families in becoming productive citizens at one point in their lives and we found that if we can prevent things from becoming unmanageable or remove obstacles as they arise everyone has difficulties if we're there at that moment in their day-to-day existence, then can't we move mountains together? So not only are we there to help them with their normative development, we know when they stumble, we're there for those opportunities as well.
0: You've dedicated your career to helping kids and helping families. Off Mike, before we started, you talked about the idea of having a generational impact. Is that what drives you to work for an organization like this, to work in this industry? It's not always easy. What drives you to make sure that an organization like this runs the way that it should?
1: Well, the most important thing to me is recognizing that when you're working with children and families, you have the potential of changing the next 80, 90 years of their lives and their families' lives and their children's lives. When you're talking about early learning centers and education for a six-week-old baby. You're helping to craft the world that they're introduced to. What an honor. I can't imagine anything better. You know, when when they encounter their first struggle and you're there to say, no, I know you. We're here in this together, and we're going to get through even this, and you're going to be okay. We're creating hope for their future and for their lives in general.
0: How large of an organization is this?
1: We have over 200 employees now.
0: Employees, not just volunteers.
1: Yes, employees. That's
0: a huge difference because a lot of the organizations that I interview, they have massive volunteer forces. 200 employees, this is is a big organization.
1: It is, and you know, we do pride ourselves for um, encouraging the community to be involved with us because we do think that it takes a village and that every person counts. But we also know we work with a very special population of people, and we strive for excellence. And so we really require certain activities to be done by very well-seasoned and trained professionals. And so we make sure that the things that are volunteer opportunities are truly enjoyable engagement opportunities to fall in love with the kids that we serve every single day. And when it comes to really needing an expert, providing those people who really know what they're doing to roll up their sleeves and get in there and help you.
0: Where do you find the experts? When you think about the kind of person it takes to help out kids in need, what are you looking for as a leader?
1: Dedication. Someone who's willing to dedicate themselves to learning the appropriate intervention or prevention strategy, but not only that, they have to truly love what they do. I think we've all had experiences even getting your tire changed when you know the guy just does not want to be there. And it doesn't matter how well he can do his job. If he doesn't like it, the job isn't done well. And so at Lena Pope, we happen to have employees that have been there for quite a long time with right now the longest employee, I think, is 48 years, with many of our employees at 20, 25 years. These are people that are dedicated to this community, to the cause, and to changing people's lives.
0: In this sector, that says a lot about the organization to have people that work there for that long.
1: Yes, it does. Because, you know, I I think most people know that nonprofit um, is not the place that you will ultimately um, find that you don't even need to play the lottery. (laughs) You do win the lottery every day by getting to go to work with the people that are the salt of the earth, you're enriched every single day, and that's the reward. And so these people really know it and feel it and wouldn't have it any other way.
0: How many kids is the organization helping? If you have 200 employees, I'm assuming there's a lot of other people involved that you're helping.
1: Sure. In in our um, juvenile services um, that are through the um, juvenile justice department, uh, as well as our education and early learning centers, we helped almost five thousand kids last year. And then in our charter schools, we have over seven hundred kids enrolled.
0: Five thousand kids last year is that is that a good number for y'all? Is that low? Is that high? Where do you where do you see that?
1: Um, I see our programs growing over the coming years. We'll be adding an eighth grade to uh, our charter school next year. And we're also about to embark on our strategic plan, which will allow us to really evaluate the community, any gaps that there might be, and continue to evolve over the course of time. Lena Lena Pope has changed so much over the many years we've been in existence, and I think that's our goal, to remain relevant as our society changes. Right now, with the changes in child protective services and Uh, Those types of areas, I can see that there's going to be some some gaps that need to be filled. We'll be looking in those areas to make sure that we're available.
0: Is this what you are spearheading as the new CEO of the organization? I was going to ask where you wanted to take the organization. It sounds like you guys are going to be in the process of figuring that out really quick
1: that's right Uh, we have started our strategic planning process in fact and it starts off with community evaluation so we'll be talking to all of our stakeholders the community members other nonprofits and organizations that partner with us to figure out how are we really needed how are we perceived and where do we need to go from here we have an amazing board of directors um, with our longest board member having served for 60 years this year.
0: That's, that's amazing.
1: Amazing, amazing. Um, of course, she has a, a strong voice and is an amazing advocate for the Lena Pope kids, and so we hope that she'll have some great input as well. But we'll take all kinds of data to figure out what happens next.
0: You mentioned the school, and you're adding an 8th grade. What grades do you guys currently offer?
1: Pre-K to 7th grade this year, and then 8th grade will will culminate the plan that was originally in place, and so we will have have uh, finished out that 8th grade
0: was always going to be a part of the school?
1: Um, initially, it was just going to go through 5th grade, and they recently uh, had an expansion and included 8th grade in the plan.
0: Why the need for that expansion? What did you guys find as far as it being necessary for the kids that were a part of this program already?
1: We found that uh, young children are very responsive to social and emotional Uh, support and changes. And then we also found that as they approached adolescence, they really did need the continuation of those principles to better integrate it into their adult Probably even more than they did when they were younger. Yes. And so to, to help them to solidify some of the practices that they're learning in early childhood, we found that through eighth grade, they really grasped those concepts and were ready for high school.
0: Do most of them go to a regular public high school after that? What do most of the kids do when they leave the school
1: they, they do go on to various high schools depending on where they live this is our first year where the we started the fifth graders are now graduating from Hello. high school and so we're having a special celebration for them and we're offering a tiny little scholarship for them to move on to their next academic endeavor whether it be Very college good. or trade school but we'll have a little celebration for them
0: You've been a CEO before. You've been in this arena for a really long time. You've got a huge organization. You've got a lot of kids, especially when you're first going into it. Is it exciting? Is it scary? How do you view this personally?
1: It's incredibly exciting. I'm at the point in which I'm having the privilege of meeting so many people in this community that are either financial supporters or supporters in terms of certifications, in terms of you know, providing extra supports. I have not met a single person that has not been a champion for Lena Pope. And as a leader of an organization, you want to open every closet and you think there's going to be something that falls out of one of them. And in truth, not a single thing has really been uncovered as not being top-notch. And so it is awe-inspiring to me.
0: Dr. Ashley Elgin is the CEO, brand new CEO of Lena Pope, their website, lenapope.org. Before we talk, start talking about TFW Restaurant Week, how, let's talk a little bit more about the organization. How do kids find Lena Pope?
1: Um, kids can be referred by their school counselors. They can self-refer and call us directly. Um, their parents are guardians or child protective services, their parole officers. Um, so we are partnered with a number of, Um, social justice types of organizations that provide referrals as well. Some programs are for children that are going through the court system, so they do have to be referred directly Mm. through a particular mechanism. Um, However, most of our counseling services, early uh, learning centers and charter school are all available to the general population here in Tarrant County. And um, so they can just enroll, and in the school they'd be part of a lottery system. In the child care um, program, they can – sometimes it's a waiting list on in the child care program – uh, they do have some unique programs that are highly sought after. Uh, some Some moms know that they're intending to get pregnant or are pregnant, and they come by and they do a tour and they get on the waiting list Getting early. In early. Yes. so um, I, I would encourage that. it's It's a phenomenal experience for children.
0: We did kind of overlook it. Where is the organization based? Where do you focus on?
1: We're in the Tarrant County area. Uh, we do have a couple of satellites in terms of counseling, so we're pretty far-reaching in terms of our counseling services. Our juvenile justice programs, many of those are actually in the client home, so we come mm-hmm. to you. Um, and then um, the uh, school is in. Um, it's off, off of Chisholm Trail, so okay. um, really accessible to, to most families.
0: Geographically, do you want to see the organization grow, or do you want to focus more on where you're at? Because I can see a huge benefit to both.
1: Well, Tarrant County has grown, Um, and, you know, when you think about how far-reaching Tarrant County is, it's not just, you know, West Fort Worth or this little area, and I think that that was the perception at one point, that Lena Pope was very centralized. I I do think that our message needs to really get out there to far, um, farther parts of Tarrant County and and beyond. Some of our partnerships may take us, uh, our reach, a little bit further than that.
0: What program do you want to talk about? You you guys do so many different things. It would be hard to go down the list and really talk about them all. We have talked about the school. Um, What programs jump out at you when you start thinking about Lena Pope and what you guys offer the community?
1: Well, you know, our our second opportunity for success is a a really um, novel program in which first-time offenders who are adolescents have an opportunity to engage in some – treatment and some education that helps them to rectify some of the decisions that they've made. If they complete the program, then um, they have another opportunity in which that is not placed on their record, and um, they can move forward and and not have that as a consequence when mm-hmm. their intention is just to move forward, and and they've learned from some of their decisions and, and the programs they've been involved in. You know, I, I don't think that that sort of program has always been around, and what a great opportunity for kids who say, you know, it was wrong, I shouldn't have done it, I was with my friends, and one thing led to another, and Wow. Let's just make it right. Certainly
0: one that clears your record. I think that that is something that you you really have to think about, the impact that that's going to have. A stupid mistake is a stupid mistake, and I think that there's a lot of organizations that will help kids try and find themselves after they get into a bad situation. But you really look at it realistically and say, well, let's let's take down these barriers that are going to keep you from doing something great when you made a stupid mistake as a teenager
1: right and and so you know i think that having the chance to say you know uh, let let me have a do-over that is for an adolescent who we know is working through the maturation process Mm -hmm. we know that things happen and we know that they will strive to meet whatever impression you have of them so if you believe they can be successful they can be successful Um, In our um, alternative school, um, there we have children who have wraparound services actually in the classroom. They have a behavior interventionist who helps them to work through a level process in which they're learning positive behaviors. And so by the time they return back to their high school, they've learned some new coping mechanisms. They have had people pour into them and praise them. They've earned rewards for their behaviors, and some of them have never been exposed to those types of interventions from a positive stance. I
0: could see them not wanting to go back to where they were from. When you say something like alternative school or something like that, when I I was a kid, that wasn't a, a, a good thing. That wasn't something that you were looking forward to if you had to go. I could see in this situation... Kids wanting
1: to stay. It's a great environment. And in honesty, I had not been uh, in an alternative education classroom ever before. And so I did a tour. And when I tell you these kids were working together, they were on task, they were focused, they were having independent lessons when they were struggling, they had people that they could talk to if they became upset, thought through A to Z. And those kids were working and learning and happy. Um. So, yeah, I can see how they may not <laughs> may not want to. But the, the goal is that they leave with something that has become part of who they are, and that's a belief in what they can achieve.
0: And those kids probably have an impact on where they're going.
1: In the long-term future or where they're going in terms of their well, academics? Well, just, you
0: know, the things that they learn, you know, when they go back to whatever school they were a part of or even in their lives or their neighborhoods, wherever they're at, I think that when you get the kind of services that Lena Pub is providing – you start using that in different ways, and it starts to imprint on other people.
1: It does, and and they recognize that they influence other people, that they are a positive influence on anyone's lives, and they can do it. Uh, we've had kids come back and visit us and invite us to their graduation, which many of our staff members do attend because it becomes that sort of partnership. Um, mm. It's a program as are all of them, in which we connect with the family. We're truly invested. You don't just go there for a little while. It's Lena Pope. We're part of your family now. And so uh, I think most families feel that from us.
0: All right. Let's talk about DFW Restaurant Week. It is presented by your North Texas Cadillac dealers. If you want to learn more about it, you can log on to the website, DFW Restaurant Week. Dot com uh, the 22nd annual which happened last year you guys have gotten everything all figured out everything calculated it was a record-breaking year for the first time in its 22-year history you guys raised over a million dollars
1: a million dollars can you believe that
0: it's amazing from everything that i have heard this was the goal that everybody wanted to reach that million dollar goal and after two decades it's finally happened
1: and doesn't this speak to our community, to that partnership I was talking about, how we can back our restaurants by encouraging individuals to go there. And in turn, they are backing their community and helping it to become a better place to be. It, it is a win-win.
0: You said that this is your first restaurant week. Yes. How, how was it? I mean, how has this process been for you so far?
1: This is so exciting. Because it is, first of all, I I think most people will recognize that uh, fundraising events can be costly. Mm. However, this is an opportunity for a restaurant to do what they do best, for families to come out and have fun, and to improve the community as a result. How much better can you get than that?
0: It's such a slick operation, the entire thing. The idea that the restaurants are getting people in their doors idea that they get to help great organizations the organizations get help I think that a lot of people are going out to business dinners they're going out to family dinners so it's bringing the community together in that sense but it's also getting people to talk about both Lena Pope and the North Texas Food Bank right so over a million dollars what are you guys going to do with your portion of the funds
1: So our portion is just around $290,000, and that will be invested in the Lena Pope children. So part of that will go to the Early Learning Center and putting some enhancements into those programs and ensuring that um, we have excellence there. Uh, Our early learning centers um, work oftentimes on a sliding scale, and the total fee is never covered. Mm. And so Lena Pope does fundraise to help working moms, working families continue their jobs and allow the costly endeavor of putting your kids in, in a great daycare. They don't have to worry about that. If you can't afford that, we're here to help you. And it's going to be excellent. So these kinds of things help us to pour funds into those programs and let them go to work and have peace of mind.
0: The event is actually produced by us here at Intercom Media DFW. When you think about that much money, a check for $290,000 showing up on the Lena Pope doorstep, is it shocking? Is it crazy? When you think about what the community is able to help provide this organization, what do you think about
1: it helps us to really recognize that they are, the community is fully invested in what we do. They know that we're going to use those funds to help kids in counseling, to help kids who are looking to turn their lives around and to reinvest it back in the community. So they trust us. That's what it says to me.
0: I love how large this event has gotten it's not just restaurants in dallas or in fort worth it's everywhere it truly is a dfw event it looks like it's kind of set up to where we have dallas restaurants and then we also have tarrant county restaurants i know the number one raising restaurant for tarrant county basically for you guys was capitol grill fort worth yes. uh, also b&b butchers they uh rolled in at number two and eddie v's Fort Worth uh, rounding out third. These organizations are racking up major dollars for you guys. And and the way that it works, so 20% of the bill is donated directly to the fund for you guys.
1: Correct. So families go out, they enjoy a great dinner, they invite their friends, and 20% of that enjoyable evening comes to help Lena Pope.
0: A couple years ago, we went out to a restaurant, and it was slammed. People were all over the place. This is something that the whole community has kind of gotten around, and, I, you know, the proof is in the numbers. Over a million dollars, everybody's involved.
1: Right. Right. And you have you have uh, Capitol Grill who really, really knocked it out of the park with almost thirty four thousand. And then the two, Del- three Del Frisco's in the Tarrant County area came in, I believe, somewhere right around seventy five thousand.
0: Del Frisco is always a, uh, a major contributor in this. How long are, are, are we talking about? What What is the amount of time that the restaurant week actually happens? Is it only for the week? It seems like it kind of gets longer.
1: I do believe longer. that it extended much of August That's what I was going to say. It's more like
0: DFW Restaurant Month at yeah, this point, I yes,
1: think. Yes, and I, I know that they come out with a date in which you can begin to make your reservations and plan your time so that you don't run into a scenario in which you get to a restaurant and it's slammed. Uh, so they are thinking ahead in terms of their planning. Absolutely. Have it all worked out.
0: Are there any specific restaurants that you like to go to when this is when this is going down? Is there anything that you're really into?
1: You know, I I, I would like to make the circuit to tell you the <laughs> truth. You know, if you're a foodie at all, all of the really good ones are involved. We have Eddie V's, um, Perry Steakhouse. Max on Main, all of those are so...
0: It goes up and down. It goes to the most high-end restaurants, to the more mom-and-pop places. If you want just appetizers, there's a, a program for that called the Special Bites Restaurants. It, it runs the lunch, dinner, it, it's got it all.
1: Yeah, and so you don't have to think, oh, wow, you know, if I just go out to a really expensive restaurant, this is going to be a strain. no go out and have some fries and put a little cheese on top and <laughs> you're doing some good for the community and it's still delicious
0: well it's a wonderful organization it's an absolutely fantastic fundraiser the fundraiser in my opinion it's dfw restaurant week presented by your north texas cadillac dealers once again the website dfwrestaurantweek.com. Dr. Ashley Elgin has been my guest. She's the brand-new CEO of Lena Pope, their website, lenapope.org. I'm really glad you came in. It was great to meet you. I wish you nothing but the best. Please come back. I'd like to talk more about Lena Pope.
1: Thanks so much. I really enjoyed being here. It was great to meet you as well.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island